Well, well, well. Welcome back to another episode of Father Figures. Um, you know, today we have a, a very special guest. Um, it's somebody who, uh, honestly, I, I admire, even though he's younger than me. I'm just going to be honest there. Is that right, Austin? Austin? Oh my gosh, where's Austin? Somebody help us, please! Taking over the podcast game You know I'm just chilling with the people Austin, Zach, man, yeah It's that father figure, I tell them go figure You know they coming through with the truth Like I'm pulling on triggers, I said They just be telling the truth when they talk about their kids They got that Charlie and Matt um, For everybody who's wondering uh, Austin is not here today uh, We're actually recording at my house With a very special guest uh, Austin's doing a uh, um, It's He's doing like a speaking engagement. Like, oh wow! Yeah, he's doing like a. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a big time guy. Yeah. He doesn't need us anymore. Like he's left. So this might be the, the the new format. I don't know. We'll see if Austin comes back and you know now he's got a contract with wow. like yeah, T Mobile or I, I mean I don't <laughs> I don't I don't know what he's doing. But I've is I've it really T Mobile? No, it's it's a uh, um, it's like a he's doing a thing where it's like a social media like get together where they brought like different social media people to talk oh, about okay. different yeah. topics. He's Friday. Okay. So, you know, he's the heavy hitter at the end there. No point intended of Austin's <laughs> weight, but uh, he's the closer. He's the closer. He's coming Main in strong, event. strong on Friday. But anyways, well, I got a good friend here. Um, his name is Alex Suber. Did I say that right? Yes. I did. always say Subaru, and I know it's definitely not the car company. It's just Subaru. I wish it was. I wish I was getting some kind of kickback from like, that name. You you wish that you were uh, an heir of the Subarus? Yep. You know, all the Foresters <laughs> and Outbacks that are all purchased by... Uh, a certain demographic. A certain demographic who happened to just stay with the certain demographic, right. if you know what I mean. Right. Um, but uh, th this guy, uh, he's... I mean, honestly, like this, I mean, Alex, like I'm not sitting here trying to like, you know, you know, toot your horn here, but dude's a stallion, dude. The dude's a stud. Uh, he's actually a pastor at the church that we attend. So technically he is my pastor. Um, I am his sheep. I'm here to bring some correction. Some, yeah. Some insight. Some insight. But uh, he happens to also be a dad. So we're like, hey, yep. good fit. And he lives approximately... Quarter mile away, maybe three minutes, dude. That's yeah. With the two stop signs, that's it. Depends on <laughs> it gets how, pretty difficult. All that traffic, it does. It does, man. If you could do a straight shot, yeah, it would be like one minute. It's just all the the curves back I, and forth. I feel like on a bike, you could almost get to your house the same time in a car. Not too far off, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. because you could just because with a bike, dude, you just nobody in a bike, nobody stops at a stop sign. No, you just blaze you just blow through, through it. it. Yeah. You know, if you get hit by a car, it's going to be a good it settlement. It also depends check. on if you're like if you're if you're like a uh, ten year old on a bike and you're like trying to show off, then you could, you could really get there yeah. fast. Like, no, for sure. There's some kids in our neighborhood where I'm like, wow, like I remember those days when you're like, yeah, that's right. I got a bike and I'm I'm going to see my Dude. girlfriend right now, <laughs> and I am I'm hustling to get over there. Hey, my neighborhood growing up, um, I grew up in uh, Tucson, Arizona, for most of like my kid years, like under ten. And I got a new bike every Christmas and every birthday because wow. it would get stolen in between. Yes. yes. <laughs> dude, those those huffies with the pegs, dude, mm -hmm. they would just go missing all the Shocks, time. Shocks, pegs. Bro, I would get my bike and immediately trash it. 
So people would be like, ah, that just bike scratch sucks. it up. Scratch it up. I told Hannah that like probably a couple months ago. So we lived in our uh, house almost a year. And I told Hannah, I was like, that's how you know we live in a safe neighborhood because all the kids leave their bikes out even overnight. Oh, and, for sure. And they're still there. And for so sure. I'm like, yeah, that's how you know it's safe because if I would go inside to get a cup of water, my my bike would be gone. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember one time uh, I had a, I had a, the nicest bike I had was this Diamondback. Mm. Anybody knows my bikes? Diamondbacks used to be like the, the Rolls Royce of bikes. And I was riding it and this guy comes over and goes, older guy. I mean, as a kid, like everybody's an adult, but he mm-hmm. was probably in high school. He goes, man, that's a nice bike. I was like, yeah. He goes, and now that's my bike. And I go, yeah. <laughs> Straight up just got bike jacked. I was probably like eight years old. And now like as an adult looking back at it, what high schooler is going to steal from a kid? I don't know, man. <laughs> was your bike big enough for him? Well, yeah, it was like a bigger bike, I, I guess. Like, I mean, it was bigger for me, you know, because it's not like you, like when you yeah. go buy a bike at Walmart, it's not like you can buy a small meat. I guess right. there is small. There's small well, it's and kinda, adult. Yeah, it's like small and then full size. There's exactly. not a lot yeah. in between. So, yeah, good old uh, good old Duffyum Elementary in Tucson, Arizona, man. I, li- I kind of lived in the hood. It was a, it was it was definitely an interesting experience as a kid. I mean, and and the, I think what's crazy about like we talk about kids and where we're at mm-hmm. in the world, it's like there's nobody playing outside right now. No, no kids are breaking windows. I, dude, I just pray for the day when a kid accidentally breaks my window. I'm gonna you're be gonna like, congratulate. I'm them. gonna be like, dude, been there, done that. No worries. I'm just glad there's kids outside yeah. playing. Yeah, like that, that's where I'm tell at. Tell your friends about this. Tell your friends, you know, because like, seriously, like, I, I, I yeah, broke. I don't, I don't think like any kid. I mean, I, I know kids still get to get bikes, but I think back to like when we were growing up, that was just such a a moment of like freedom, and I'm stepping into a new era. I'm gonna be able to go places that I could never go before, and and it's just like this moment. And now I feel like it's kind of like, ah. Uh, like, like even a lot of times, I, I even uh, know a lot of, like, teenagers that they don't even, like, really care to get their, like, license anymore. Dude, that is the weirdest thing to me. It's, a, I think it's actually, like, I think the stats actually, like, that, like, the num it's the, like, the past couple of years have been the, one of the first times ever that the number of people getting licensed and the number of people turning 16 have not, like, correlated. So there's right. more people turning 16 than getting licensed because... People are just like, oh, well, we're on Xbox Live, well, we're well, on TikTok. I mean, to be honest, whatever. the price of cars in the last two years, <laughs> is true. they probably priced a that few families true. out of, you know, the the realm of possibilities. It's about to price me out dude, of my car. Dude, I, I, I remember just like, uh, uh, like buying a car. Like, I remember, you know, going through like the auto traders where, you know, those mm. magazines, you know, and it's like buy here, pay here magazines where oh, yeah. you could buy in cash. Yeah. And they were like three or four grand. Three or four grand now is a steal. Yeah. You're not buying anything that even works for three No. Grand. Mechanic special. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Don't know what's wrong with it, but you, I'll sell it yeah. to you. Man, like, I, I, what do you think... Okay, so Alex is a dad here. By the way, you don't have to be a dad to listen or be a dad to be on the show, but... I guess be on the show, maybe. I don't know. We haven't figured that. Actually, no, we've, we've had people on the show who weren't dads, so shout out to Derek Lewis. Um, he's a realtor. Go buy a house from him in Dallas. Anyways, uh, but uh, so you you have two sons now. Yep. Xander. Xander and Major. And Major. 
So two two a little over two years old and four one one old. that looks exactly like mom and one looks exactly like dad. Yep, yep. So we got Xander is dark skin, dark curly hair, dark dark eyes, and major. fluent in Spanish. <laughs> not quite. Anna's not <laughs> fluent in Spanish either. That was a joke. Uh, but uh, and then major is blonde hair. Like you can't even tell that he has eyebrows. It's so blonde, blue eyes, super fair skin. Hannah was like freaking out because uh, the first couple of times he cried, he just got so red in the face and everything. Yeah. And you I'm could like, relate, but I'm, she couldn't. Yeah, she's like, that, "Why is his face so red?" I'm like, "What? Well, it would have you would have seen it on Xander too. It's just his skin so dark." So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, "See how my face gets red when yeah, I'm yeah. outside for five seconds?" It's <laughs> the same thing with him. Like we were at the pool the other day, and she's like, it, it, "You think he's getting overheated?" I'm like, "No, it's just." He's hot. Yeah, like this it's is this hot is how us white people how it this works. This is just how we have to roll. Yeah, yeah. she never she never bought sunscreen. Like even for Xander, never bought. So we'd go go down to the pool or the beach or whatever. I'm like, hey babe, like you have some sunscreen, and she's like, I have like this tanning lotion that's gonna fry your skin and i'm like oh, okay so now she has to she has to remember it for him which right means right she has to remember it for, for me you too. right yeah yeah so she you, she's never asked you like hey can you hit my back real quick oh no but it's she has but it's like the it's like the oil it's like uh it's like oh <laughs> it's like chicken it's frying a, it's, oil it's welcoming the sun <laughs> yes not, not deterring it, the it's sun. like a magnifying glass yeah, on no. your skin Dude, that's uh man, I forgot my point. Where was I going with this? Oh, that's what I say. So you have you have two boys now. What do you think when they're our age, they're gonna be saying, like, I can't believe nobody broke away. Like, what do you think the thing's gonna be? Because obviously, you know, Maverick's now about to be two here in I guess four weeks. And uh and I'm like, what are they they're gonna laugh? They'll be like, dude, I remember when I had to put batteries in my xbox controller yeah you know like it's all gonna be like telepathy or something like what like man i don't know i mean I, i'm kind of somewhat of like a conspiracy theorist so i mean there's a whole Dude, rabbit trail to tim, go down no, let's go let's go but let's go. uh but i mean i think uh i think like me and you are at a pretty unique age maybe even you a little bit more than me yeah of where we and me and hannah have talked about this before we we have we remember life before the internet and cell phones and all that, but we were still young enough to like grow up with it. I, so oh. we, we can still like pick up technology super fast and stuff right. compared to people who are a little bit older because they just didn't have to. I've always made the argument. I grew up in the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. So and Hannah's were, old soul. Cause you know, she robbed the cradle with you. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. You know, those 11 months, it's really, I tell her all the time. She's going to be 30 before me. So it's, it's I think it's starting to hit her. It's going to be here in about four or five months, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think we, you know, such a big shift happened with us. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, it's really hard to even, like, imagine what the next 20, 25 years, especially 35 years, or 30 years, talk about our kids being our age. Um, so I don't know. I, I definitely think some of that stuff, like, man, you know, you used to have to, like, connect to a, a an internet you know the internet wasn't right. just everywhere or like you used to have to you know plug your devices into this hole in the wall to charge it i was watching shark tank the other day and uh uh who's your favorite shark um I mean, I like Mr. Wonderful because he's oh funny. Oh, my gosh. Probably Mark, probably Mark hey, Cuban right, is my favorite. Hey, I appreciate it. That's the show. We're hey. going to go ahead and just wrap it up here. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, actually oh there we go. Uh, it was right there. But anyway, no, I can't stand Mr. Wonderful, bro. 
He is just my, because he roasts people. No, he's just rude. I mean, I would never want to like hang out with him or anything. But to me, that's so you're going. That's like the you're show. going into Shark Tank, and you're saying out of everybody I want to do business with. It's oh Mr. no, Wonderful. no, I'm talking about to watch. Oh, no, okay, that's no. that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, not to not to do business with. Yeah, yeah. I take everything very literally. So like, my thing is like, I would never do bit. Like literally, if ever if I asked, I went in and I was like, hey, we're gonna sell the father figure show. We're looking for. Uh, twenty dollars <laughs> at a twenty percent evaluation. Contact us if you're interested. Yeah, anybody out there, let us know. Uh, so and you know, so he's like, so your evaluation. He's like, so you're looking for twenty percent for a five dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, be twenty five percent. But and 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 he was like, I'll give you your offer. I think that's fair. I'd be like, anybody else? Anybody besides you? Are we sure? Have you have you seen the one though where the uh. This, this, I forget like what they were selling or whatever, but they went in and they said like off the jump, they were like, we will work with anyone except whatever, Kevin, is it Kevin? It's is Kevin. It, yeah, Kevin's Kev- Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So whatever his last name is. and o- O'Leary. Uh, Kevin was like, we'll work with anyone. And they thought that it was going to like be like, oh, wow, these people are really assertive. They really know what they want. And all the other sharks were like, Get out of here. Like, we don't, like, you're going to come in here and be like, oh, we'll tell you who we want to, who we want to pick and choose with. So it, I don't even know if they did their pitch. Like, it was, oh, really? it, it went really they got shut bad. Down? Well, that would have been yeah. me. So thanks for letting me. Yeah. He's, he's by far my least favorite. No, I was going to say Mark Cuban's my favorite. Yeah. I had a pick. And mainly because I feel like Mark Cuban could get me courtside seats to the Dallas Mavericks. And yeah. That's about it. Cause literally, if you were in the pitch, we were negotiating, I'd be like, dude, courtside for a year. He'd be like, all right, deal, come on. All right, let's, yeah, let's, let's make it work, yeah. I feel like he's real, I mean, I don't know a ton, but it seems like he's pretty, like, diver- diversified in the stuff that he's involved with, He too. is. He is literally, like, one of my favorite. There's a list of billionaires that I like and mm-hmm. don't like. Mark Cuban's the captain. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when he's, have you seen what he's done with the pharmaceutical industry? A little bit, yeah. I saw I saw that there was a, a video of some, some girl trying to get a medication. It was usually, it was normally, like, 230 a month or something for like a month's supply and right. then she got it from his pharmacy for like 10 bucks yeah he he That's marks wild. he marks a 15 percent markup on all the drugs and it's on the website so it will say like you know penicillin's ten dollars the markup is a dollar fifty so it's 11.50 for it right and then he shows you and then obviously all those people know how much the farm the other pharmacy yeah they're doing a thousand percent markup yeah literally Literally a thousand percent markup on it, you know, and so it's like, yeah, it's so what I mean, what he's, I mean, that's the beautiful thing of capitalism where I will always argue and point to Mark Cuban as my North Star. But my my entire point of technology and stuff, one of the uh, sharks, one of the pitches went on there and they had this technology where, um, it was like an octagon, mm-hmm. and you, you can put more layers on it, and the more layers you put on, the bigger. It was mm-hmm. a charging pad. Okay. So the, the it was like a licensing thing. So they would put, like, the charging pad, like, in this desk, right? Mm-hmm. They could build it in. This part would charge or, you know, a bigger part for cars or this or that. And literally, Mark Cuban goes like, he's like, yeah, um... Yeah, he goes, I'm out. I'm, unfortunately, I just think you guys are going to be leapfrogged. There's technology out there now where you can walk in a room and your phone charges. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, you're telling me like, and the, those guys who were like, probably spent their life making this technology where you, it's like little, little 
octagons that you can add on to right. make a bigger surface and they put their heart and soul into it and he's yeah. like yeah no you just walk you're, in you're, a room you're 20 years behind yeah i was like that that's that's kind of my thinking on any technology though like i think especially whatever you can you can buy like in a store right but even things that you've just heard of or like things that are quote-unquote in development i'm like there's probably two versions higher than that for sure at least for that sure. are in the background right that they don't want to release yet because for whatever reason they're like hey we can still make some money off this tech or uh we don't want to do it until this industry is more stabilized or, right, or whatever right. and that's uh, why i never buy the best tv Oh, I'll buy yeah. the TV that's on sale from four years ago technology. Yep. Because yep. it's like, dude, like, who cares? Well, and and right now, like, I, I was uh, I, I was thinking about this with, like, the iPhone. And I think I, I think I read something about it. But they were saying how, you know, like, things, are, things have been incrementally, like, getting better. Right. But there hasn't been this, like, massive leap. You know, there's, there's – the camera's gotten better. It has the, the wireless charging, the mag back, whatever. Um, but, I mean, I remember when it went from, like – the iPhone, the iPhone like four to the iPhone six was a massive jump, you know? Right. And so I think that there's, I we, guess we've got to get be ready for like something. There's got to be something soon. That's going to be like a very big leap. I feel like, what do you think it is? I don't know. Put your tinfoil hat but on with there. like, but with, you know, the TVs and, and phones and that different stuff, I feel like, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not. You know, getting the newest stuff or whatever. I just don't feel like there's been this um, like, whoa, that blows my mind. Like I remember, right. I remember the first time I saw like an OLED TV, like the the ones that. Uh, I mean, I don't have one, but I, I saw one of those and I was like, "You got about two more years for you buy one." Yeah, probably, yeah. probably so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember when I saw one of those, I was like, "This is the clearest, most like brilliant picture that I've." ever seen vibrant colors. yeah just like vibrant. the saturation everything like the there was no reflection in the black you know how in like a lot of tvs you can see like the reflection or it's kind of more of like a gray and guess i'm of, just used to it in my tv dude yeah exactly but this was like i felt like i was staring into like space it was just like <laughs> just so black and so, so i remember right I saw when you that. right when you walk in costco probably probably <laughs> no i think i was actually at uh and it's closed down. Do you remember Fry's Electronics? Bro, here? I love Fry's. First off, I don't know why they have a grand piano above Fry's Electronics. It makes no sense to me. It makes the whole store makes no sense, honestly. It really doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I think I was in there looking for a TV for the church. But yeah, I just, I feel like there's got to be, I mean, I know with VR stuff coming on the horizon, right. like that sort of thing. Um, but even that, like, I feel. It's gotta it's gotta improve a lot before people are just like hanging out in VR. You know what I mean? Like it's it's fun, but I feel like it's what are, what are you? What's the side Dude, for? Because like the whole VR thing to me is just weird. Like, and I'm not trying to be mean here, but I feel like in some way, like the whole VR thing is like people who are like maybe feel like outcast or degenerates, or they might feel like less qualified and they're like, mm -hmm. I could make a new life for me in a virtual world yeah. and then be not be, I'm not going to say a loser because that's not fair, but like I could be the person who I'm not 
in reality. Yeah. Like whatever right? I don't like about myself, I, right. can, I can change it. I so can if change I, it. If I don't like my my body size or, yeah. or whatever, I where I'm from, like I can just change it to whatever. And, and literally people, um, I listen to a, like, like a real estate podcast and on there, they, a lot of them talk about um, virtual assets. <laughs> yeah. And I just that. cannot wrap my head around it. Like, like there was literally somebody who uh, sold a virtual home, I think for like six or seven hundred thousand dollars. Like yeah. so, okay, so <laughs> a virtual home was sold. It was it was in the hundreds of thousands of dollars range because Snoop Dogg built his home next door. So the thing is, you were you could buy the home next door to Snoop right. Dogg in the virtual in world. In the virtual world. Yes. Which is like no guarantee that you're ever going to interact with Who, Snoop Dogg. Is, or, is Snoop Dogg ever going to... Does Snoop Dogg actually even own the house? Well, my thing is like, do you think Snoop Dogg's going to spend more time in the real world or the virtual the world? The virtual world, yeah. I think Snoop Dogg is killing it in the real world. <laughs> He's probably, he just got an intern in the virtual world. For just him, like, it's his son who's it's just walking around his just virtual Smoking mansion. weed all day in, in VR. Like, yeah, That's it. I'm, just, I'm Snoop Dogg. And just making yeah, fried Snoop chicken. Fizzle dog. Because Snoop Dogg's cookbook is fantastic, by the way. Really? Yes, the fried chicken, his fried chicken recipe. Is I feel like somebody that smokes that much has to enjoy food. Some munchies. If, if you know what I mean. When you're cooking at two in the morning and you're like, just start making stuff up oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, but that's probably pretty true. But the other thing that's weird is in the virtual world, there was actually a case brought forward where somebody was sexually assaulted in the virtual world. Mm. And they were being tried in the real world. And you're just like, yeah. What? I mean, it, it I seems mean, crazy to me, but I but I look back, like I think back to, uh, like I, I probably got on the internet, like I probably got on the internet, I was like for real, probably in like sixth grade or something like that. So well, what, 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 yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like probably like 05, maybe. Okay. 04, 05, something like that. Yeah, I, I, that's that's about right. Yeah, I, w- I was probably a little bit later than some other people, like, because we just didn't have a whole, like, we had, like, a family computer. And then also just, like, what's hard to explain to some people now is is the internet was kind of hard to get, like, it wasn't oh, just yeah. super it easy like, to, yeah. So you had to, like, know what you were looking for. It wasn't somebody just, was on the phone. It yeah, work. mom, turn it off. I'm trying to get on RuneScape. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but like, I think back to even before that, you know, you had in like a, like a perfect example. And I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast, you know, churchgoers and stuff may be familiar, but like Mark, the whole Mark Driscoll thing that kind of exploded of all his scandals and all that stuff. I don't know if you heard about any of that, but I, I know the name Mark Driscoll, but just give us a refresher for okay. everybody else other okay. than me. Okay. I know. So, uh, yeah. So Mark Driscoll. Uh, started a church in like 96 in Seattle okay. and was uh, at that time very different in the way that they did things. And he was also very uh, abrasive to the the liberal Seattle culture, really abrasive, really to just kind of even mainstream. So super hardcore on, you know, men are the head of the household. Women need to be submissive. Amen. Uh, Amen. Women. Yeah. <laughs> Kentley, forgive him. Uh, no, she's uh, down there cooking. If you can't yeah, smell it, yeah, I dude, I can. The garlic is yeah, the onions, good. dude. But but very big on like even the fact that like women shouldn't work outside the home. Like even if they wanted to, like the men should, 
you know, be providing enough where they should. So had had some that pretty, part I'm a little open minded to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to go to work today, hey, that's fine. I, I can be a stay home husband. Like I'm yeah, good. Shout out to Austin. Um, but anyway, so his church grew really rapidly. But there were a lot of uh, just a lot of sketchy things that happened, and mm-hmm. one of the one of the things that uh, eventually he ended up getting getting fired from the church, and they, wait, wait. they disbanded he got fired the church. from the church that he started. Yeah, yeah. I never understood that. Let's not go down I mean, the yeah, whole. Yeah, we, we could go on a whole. But anyway, uh, long story short, and the, the podcast that kind of de- there's a podcast that details it all. It's called the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, which is the, the name of his former church. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with on it, whatever, but it's, it's interesting to say the least. And so some of the things that really started to expose him of some of the things he had said, some of the things he'd done behind closed doors and stuff is he, um, like in the late, like 99, 2000 or whatever, they had a church internet forum, which an internet forum at oh, all bro, was like was that was ahead of the time round zero yeah but then and they were also they were i think they were one of the first i think they were in the in the first 10 podcasts on apple podcast really like they were doing some innovative stuff so that's why people are like man this church is you know but there was all this crazy stuff happening behind the scenes well anyways he did this internet forum and especially for a church that had like never been heard of so people get on there and talk about whatever they talk about would, sermons. Would they, they just talk about, ask questions about like, what do I do? Like my my son's talking back to me. Well, no, they would just talk about whatever. So like in that forum, they would have like women's chat rooms, men's chat oh, okay, rooms, okay, okay. like talk about you know, hey, what's what everybody doing this weekend or the like, kind of just like, like whatever. Like right, right, it's right, pre social right. media, all that. Dang, that's but, crazy. Like, but one of the things that like all this going back to what you just said is. He he created an account like so he had his pastor Mark Driscoll or whatever, but then he created an account, um, and it was something like William Wallace like four two seven or Dude, something are like you that. You tell me this is the original burner account. This is the original burner account, and so he got on there and started saying like how he really felt about some things, but it was on this burner account. And, and then, so, like, every now and then he would be like, dude, by the way, the pastors suck. Yeah, so just yeah. to get people off the yeah, track. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Mark either, yeah. Dude, Mark, dude, he look overweight this weekend yeah. or what? His hair's kind of getting a little thin up there. Yeah. Um. So, so like, years later, because all this stuff is, like, archived or whatever, somehow someone finds out that he had said all this stuff. And that just started to people started to dig and it was kind of the thread that people pulled on and found out all this other stuff. But going back to what you said is like when he was doing that stuff and I always try to put my, like put myself in someone's place when they're getting canceled and roasted or whatever, which I don't like, you know, so sad. Yeah. And so like in 1999, you know, this is pre everything basically. Like sure. SpongeBob just came out. Yeah. There's no way like, he one would have ever thought like, oh, this is something that's going to be potentially have uh, criminal charges, or that this is even something that someone is going to take like seriously. Like if I say, you know, something, right. whatever, like uh, that, this somebody's going to actually take this serious. It's going to hurt their feelings. Like this is just the internet. This is just some right, words. Right, right. Well, now you know you can get, uh, you can get. For internet bullying, you know, kids can get suspended from school. You can have criminal charges pressed against you, whatever. And so that's kind of the way I think about it is like the whole VR thing. Like right now we look at it and we're like, 
dude, that's stupid. Like you're getting upset over something that happened. Somebody in VR. grabbed your butt. In yeah. VR. Yeah. Somebody called you a name on an internet forum. Like, Oh, you're getting upset about that. But here we are, you know, a little over 20 years later. And that's just like the norm now. Like everybody knows like, Oh, you got to watch what you say because the internet's forever. And you know, For people sure. are policing it and fact checkers and all that stuff. And so I think there's just things that like we, that seem, you know, we'll have those same experiences where things that our parents or even people that are just a little bit older than us growing up, they, they would have never thought that those weird little internet forums would now become such a part of our life. Yeah. But like, but at the same token too, like if you play call of duty, you've been, you've been teabagged your whole career playing call of duty. Whole career. Yeah. You know, like everybody's <laughs> teabagged you on call, <laughs> call of duty. And we've, it, we've never been like, you know, yellow tadpole 23 teabagged me. I'm going to sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. We're the, so, like, I'm coming to your house and I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, rape your mom or something yeah you know, but it's, it's like, like you don't dude, you're like okay it's call of duty it's oh a, it's the yeah the lobby chat yeah like i remember a t-pain he i'm not gonna say he like exposed but he he was one of the people who like i think you know he has a big twitch channel playing video games oh really I didn't yeah know yeah that. apparently he makes more money from twitch <laughs> than he does from his music that's channel. wild then again, he has a good play. on him though. I mean, hey, he's smart. I mean, I'm in love with the strippers not hitting the same anymore, you know? So, bartender. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude. He, yeah. Anyways, everybody but, uh, under like 23 was like, what is, what did that what guy is just he say? talking about? What is bartender? Anyways, but, uh, he would post a lot of stuff online. And one of the things went viral when a, uh, somebody was calling him the N word online. Yeah. And then the clip was them calling the N-word, N-word, mm -hmm. and then T-Pain, like, roasting him, and then he teabagged him or whatever. But people were so appalled that people talk like that online. Yeah. But the thing is, online, on, you know, playing video games, you're behind your gamer tag, mm -hmm. and it's not like, you can't really go figure that person out. I mean, most likely, nobody has Alex Super. Yeah, Leander, Texas, as they're like, yeah. like, like I know exactly who that is. I know is. where you live. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know, it's one of those things, man. Where uh, the whole online thing to me just seems so. I don't know. There, there is a weird line there, and I don't mm -hmm. know if, as society, if we figured it out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we're, as a constitution, when they wrote it, do you think they anticipate it? online property mm -hmm. you know like you have the right to defend your property but it's like wait this is online yeah so if somebody comes up on your virtual lawn we can do shoot them yeah yeah I, that's a good point because i mean people keep people say that argument a lot you know about like the uh second amendment and stuff so they're like yeah well when they wrote that they meant you know you could have a musket and i'm like yeah but a musket was the most deadly thing you could have at that time for sure so well, apparently it's you couldn't have same. a cannon, but that's also not true. Yeah, so you, so to me, it's like the principles kind of still the same, right, 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 uh, right, right. And that's a whole other conversation of like why it's good to do things on like values and principles and stuff because right. stuff changes so quick, Absolutely. and people can try to trip you up on that of like, well, you said this, and now that doesn't apply anymore. And Absolutely, I don't know, dude. I, me I and Hannah like talk all the time. Like, I just think that we we went through a lot. Like, we were we we definitely went through a lot of change right but i think about uh so my my great grandma she was born so she she was uh she was born i think in 19 
or no, like 18, like 97 or well, something like that. Way back then. Yeah. So she was, uh, no, yeah, anywhere is right around the turn of the century, and she lived to, to be 99. So she she went from living. So you, in, know, so you never met her? No, no, no. I knew her. Wait, then how'd she no, make no, it no, that no. far? Yeah. So she, I think it was like she, she died in like 04. So whatever that is. So okay, she's so she was born in like the early 1900s. Yeah, the early 1900s. Like Some, 1905. Yeah. She was like coming up during like the first the great depression yeah so she went from you know living in like east texas right she went from she didn't meet george washington no she didn't meet george washington not quite uh (laughs) she didn't meet george washington and alex super in her life yeah no definitely not uh but she went from like you know horses and just walking places and wagons and stuff like that to that's okay, so now crazy. now cars are just commonplace. And then the internet happens. And then <sighs> yeah, then you fast forward into to TV and television and internet and color and TV, color TV, cell phones, like all this. Like I remember, you know, as a kid, her just not being able to comprehend like me ordering things off of like eBay, like on the computer, and Dude, that's just, you know all that stuff. I don't know why this is blowing my mind right now. Well, because it's like it is though. It's that has, crazy that lifespan from nineteen oh five. Let's just say, yeah, all the way to two thousand and four. That has to be the craziest life to go through. Yeah, but think about us. I know. Like I was born in ninety three, so if I if I live to you know. 2075 or 85 oh, or whatever. Alex, you're going to break 100, dude. Dude, with gotta, my, with my high good... level of income and my special set of skills. <laughs> dude, I mean, honestly, me being 6'4 and some change, dude, I mean, Father Time's not very kind to us tall boys. You already got those grays going on. Dude, hey, listen. I mean, not, but listen, by there's that a reason time, why though, we're audio only. By Nobody that time, you know, it's it's just going to, we're going to take like a pill. It's going to heal, heal everything in our body and we'll be, we'll be 25 again. Dude, literally, uh, Kentley's like, uh, uh, I'm sad that I'm admitting this on the podcast. I've only been to the dentist one time in my life. Oh, I hate the dentist. I'm I'm right there with and, you. And, and it's not because by choice, but growing up until I was like probably 20, it just yeah, wasn't in the it budget. It was an option. It yeah. just wasn't in the budget. And it is what it is. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I have perfectly straight teeth. Yeah, they can be a little wider. I agree. It's fine. You know? Do you and, have, do you, do you have like not a lot of cavities and stuff though? So I went to the dentist for the first time when I was like 23, 24. And I went in there, and they're like doing my teeth cleaning. They're like, "What's the last time you had a cleaning?" I was like, "Never." <laughs> and the lady was the like, womb. "The lady was like, literally like, excuse me." And I was like, "Yeah, this is actually my first time." And they were blown away. Mm-hmm. And then people kept coming in the room, like literally <laughs> like three you're people, some kind of specimen, like yeah, because I have perfectly straight teeth. I have like the perfect little overbite where my bottom teeth, my top teeth don't hit, and everything yeah. worked out good. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Uh, my mom Praise takes him. full credit for praying those teeth in, by the way. Come on. Just to let you know. Uh, but my attitude was always, and by the way, I have a dentist appointment on Thursday because Kelly's okay. like trying to get me back on the train. But I went in when I was like 24 and they were like, yeah, you're great. Everything looks good. No cavities. Everything's fine. I was My like, uncle's like that. Like, I was like, hey, say less. See you in 25 yeah. more years. My uncle's like that. Like he's been a couple times. He's ne- never had a cavity. Has yeah. decently straight teeth, but, never had any issues. But my attitude was like, eventually, I'll just buy new teeth or something. Yeah. It, who cares? Yeah. Let them all, Kelly's like, do you want your teeth to fall out? I go, I'll buy new ones. <laughs> They'll look better. Hey, the no, fake ones will look better. No dents here. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be fine. You know, so that's kind of my attitude with, like, 
things going forward, I'm like, eventually they're going to have like a, a Amazon kit, do it at home, new veneers. Yeah. I'll be fine. Just, just scan, will be scan my th- your teeth with your phone and you're good to go. Yeah, probably. Th- that sounds realistic. Mm-hmm. What What do you wish, what technology do you wish would come down the turnpike where you're just like, man, I just really want this. Oh, I got mine. So how, I go first if you want you me to. You go first. How, okay. how realistic are we talking here? So what I want more than anything in the world is you just take all your dirty clothes and just put it in the machine and you hit go and it cleans, moves over the dryer, and boom, comes out folded. That doesn't seem that far off. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah. a, real, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Because I, I do know, now, I, ha- I have I, seen... If they, I said, then I want it to end up back in my drawers, eh, I'm pushing a, it. A little, I'm yeah. pushing it. But just fold it and just move it over? Well, I know they have a folding machine. So I've seen if it. somehow I've you could just it. connect all those three... I, I've looked at... And by the way, I mean, you literally buy washer and dryer in pairs. Right. How has nobody <laughs> just put it together? Put it together. Well, that brings up a whole other question about these industries. That would be mine. That but are purposely like to not be honest, progressing. I, I've never turned my washing machine on. Really? Since I've been married. Wow. Lucky, out, lucky man. Hey, shout out to the Tom Brady of wives. Shout out. Shout out. And that those beautiful onions I hear, I can smell sizzling, sizzling, just getting caramelized. Caramelized. Uh man. I don't know. I've honestly not really thought about it a whole lot. I think, I think, uh, like, completely, and I know this is, like, like uh, out there, but it's not really, like, obtainable yet for normal people, but just, like, completely autonomous self-driving car to where, like, I'm not having to sit at Once the wheel. Once again, a realist. Yeah, I'm not having to sit at, like, a wheel. I'm not having to check anything. It's just, like, I get in, like, a little pod, and I'm, like, on my laptop, and it's just taking yeah, me wherever dude, I want to go. I'm not down with, tel- uh, te- what's, what's it called, telepathy? Or, no, teleportation. Teleportation, yeah. Yeah, I'm not down with that. I don't so trust it. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not even here, but <laughs> I just don't. I already, no trust. <laughs> Zero trust. Yeah. Teleport. Well, I feel, I feel like there'd be some kind of issue and you'd end up with like two versions of yourself. And then it's like, which, which one do we keep? And you're both like, I'm the real one. Right. Right. Well, and the other thing too, is like, I think people like, I think it's a lot of, it's like house chores, like mowing the lawn. Now there's a Roomba Mm -hmm. thing that mows your lawn. Obviously a Roomba, which Mm -hmm. will now, I used to be like, dude, I'll buy a Roomba when it will finally clean out that little pod that lasts 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. They have that. They have that. You know, I'm like, man, Trying to think, but dude, laundry, basically just all to to take it, away all of our all it, of our work. Laundry is the one. That's the whoever mm-hmm. figures that thing out where it can come out folded or ironed on the other end. Mm-hmm. What if you took a dirty shirt, threw it in there, poof, comes out perfectly ironed? I feel like it'd be kind of the same thing with dishes. Like if you could if you could have a machine that just had like a little slot that you just stick your dish in and then it just goes through it and comes out stacked up. I feel like that would be. Very helpful to you. Yeah. Maybe we just don't want to do chores. Yeah, it's literally everything that my <laughs> wife asks me to do when I come home after work. Yeah. Those are all the things I want done. But the car thing, the car thing. Or is, like a diaper that self-cleans. Oh, wow. Now we're I, on to something. Yeah. We're on to something. I don't know. If, I'd kind of be a little scared, though, putting that, putting it on a baby. Like, <laughs> Dude, listen, you put that diaper on, right? And and uh, it's a self-clean diaper. And it, you, you just, you take, uh, you know, your son, obviously major. I say your son diapers. And you just put them on a little, like a little, they just go sit on it and just <laughs> sucks it right out, dude. Boom, clean diaper. There you go. 
I don't know about that one. Yeah, you know, we're, it's still it's still in beta <laughs> form. Still, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured gotta out. Do some more trial we'll get tests it, on we'll that. We'll get it ironed out. Yeah, I I think all I mean it seems like all that stuff though that's that's the way things are heading. But I, what what concerns me about all that is uh like all the stuff with with uh what Elon's trying to do and all those different things. And a, a perfect example right now that's like actually Dude, happening is the whole like, the whole trucker thing of where uh you know they're they're very very close to you know having just automated trucks that drive stuff across the country across right. whatever across the continent. And so, you know, where people are like, oh, well, you just retrain them, you know, all those truckers and people to, to do something else. And I'm like, but at what, you know, how many industries do you do you just completely automate until it's like, what do people do? Right. Because I know the whole dream is like, oh, well, then we just all sit around and like love each other and do finger painting. And but so we know my, that's not going to happen. My, my column of billionaires that I like and don't like Elon is he's kind of on the fence. You know, he kind of bounces back yeah. and forth. Mark's on the good side. Bill Who's Ga- on the bad side? Bill Gates, for sure. Bill Gates. Um, what about what about Zuck? Zuck's on he Zuck's on the bad side. Yeah, I yeah. just don't trust. I don't know why. I just don't like. There's something about that guy and his his mo. It just it just seems. When you have that much access to information, well, this is my thing. When when I when he when he went to the bad side to the dark side. Um. Uh. One, he didn't start on a good foot when he literally stole the whole idea from his like college people. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with there. But he was the nerd who figured it out. And hey, that's capitalism. Hey, it is what it is. He did it faster, delivered it to market. Hey, yeah. bada bing, bada boom, billionaire. Was when he knew how much his platform and what his um, social media through Instagram. And he's also a bully by taking over these companies mm-hmm. and obviously copycatting like Snapchat because they, they wouldn't sell. But was when he knew that his um, his service or his technology was causing a lot of depression, more mm-hmm. suicide, online bullying. And he continued just to put the pedal to the metal mm-hmm. for profit yeah. at that point. Bad side. Um, but uh, Elon's one of those guys who's kind of on the fence. But what's interesting to me is from like Mark Zuckerberg to the captain, Mark Cuban, um, hence the C in Cuban. And, uh, you know, Elon or, I mean, just, I mean, name any of those guys. They all believe in universal basic income. Yeah. And there's something interesting to me when the richest guys who obviously became rich because they saw they foreshadowed the market Mm -hmm. and they were able to capitalize on it, Mm -hmm. you know, through obviously Mark Cuban and his online sports. Like he brought online sports to the internet and then sold it to Yahoo for whatever amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um, They all believe in it. And so it makes me think to myself, like those are obviously very rich guys who are in different circles, talking to different people, seeing the fact that you could walk in a room and your phone will charge. Mm -hmm. And they all believe in universal basic income. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems a little, I mean, it's yeah, scary, it's, it's, man. I mean, it's scary. Is Xander going to have to even need a degree to go to call? Like think about Maverick or obviously major, you know, being the mm-hmm. youngest, like, are they going to need a degree? Or is there even going to be jobs for them on the other end? Cause as well, I think fast- that, yeah, I think that's going to be more the question, whether to the degree or not is, is the and I think we're already seeing this a little bit right now, but is the effort of getting a college degree, getting in debt, all that stuff to get a job that's slightly better 
than someone who just goes straight into the workforce, ha- gets those years of experience just grinding, but you're going to spend those years in college anyways. Uh, is it worth it to get paid, you know, 10000 more than the, the dude that just went straight into the workforce? Right, right. I think people are already kind of asking that question. And, yeah, it is scary because I think, you know, you said about all the technology and stuff, and I think as more of this technology becomes available – I think the thing we're going to start seeing is people that have access to it are going to going to quickly progress, whether that's with their intellect, whether that's with uh, them just inventing, inventing new technologies or whatever. And then the people that don't have access to it are going to be uh, just the have nots. And so I think I think that's going to be I think we're going to move past not in like a sense of like we solve it, but I think the issue is not going to be. Uh, like racism and stuff anymore. I think it's going to be that there's going to be people that are living up here and because they have access to AI and technologies, and then you're going to have kind of the strip turn into Hunger Games, lower level people, basically. Yeah. Um, and even that, like, it's interesting to me that all of these, even going back like a hundred years to like old school HG Wells and stuff, that's where it always ends up. Like all of the dystopian, they always end up you have this kind of higher class of people that are just living in this fantasy land. Right. And then you have all these people that are basically living back in a stone age or, you know, right. pre pre industrial revolution, whatever. Um, and there's a, there's actually a movie called, have you ever heard of Gattaca? Uh, super good movie. It's made like the late nineties. And what it's about is at some point in the future, it doesn't really tell you, um, every all the kids start to get genetically modified, like in the in the womb. CRISPR. Yeah, basically. Um, so this is before any of that was like actually on the. Is it bad horizon. that I have? Is it bad that I have some CRISPR stock? Hey, I mean, if it's gonna blow up, I mean, you might as well make a little money off of I it. Know, yeah. I know, sir. Um, but but everything, and so there's a guy where he's a um he's a natural birth essentially, and his whole life, his uh mom has to like lie and do all this extra stuff so that he doesn't get um put in like basically their version of like a special ed type class of right. like well you know like these a lower these, class yeah, these people. these kids weren't modified their intellect so much lower there and so he it's a whole whole movie but he basically his whole life fakes that he's one of these modified people which are the quote-unquote normal people when he's really one of these people that should just kind of be the lowest of society and there's all this drama with it and everything but we were we were talking about that even before we had kids of like that's going to be something that probably we i mean obviously we've already had two so it's not something we're going to face but like probably our kids are going to have to face of you know, okay, well, you're this this gen, gene came up as potentially, you know, autism, or they're gonna have like a they're gonna be predispositioned to this disease or whatever. You know, right. do you want us to change that? And then you get in this whole there's like this whole moral conundrum and everything. Right, you start playing God at that. Point. Yeah, and so I think I think that that's like that's what worries me the most is just that you're gonna have people who have supercharged intellect and strength and all these different things. And then they're going to be like, yeah, universal basic for all these, you know, all the, all the natural people, right. You guys just live in your villages and here's your 1200 bucks a week or whatever. And and that's the part that is scary because at that point, it's like, if, uh, obviously, you know, if Elon, like, you know, his thing is, um, um, the neural link, neural link. Right. Exactly. And that you could, rather than Googling, 
you know, whatever, like yeah, whatever you want yeah, on your phone, it would just be there. It'd be there in your head. Mm-hmm. But that level of technology and all that stuff, it always starts at a premium price, mm. you know, through time and through, you know, obviously other competitors coming to the market, it drives the price down. So what that means is people with money will be able to purchase Neuralink, which therefore then if somebody is, if they're buying a real estate deal or doing something mm-hmm. in business, they'll have a vast knowledge of how to do algebra or calculus, mm-hmm. or they'll, they'll know all of us history or world history, or they're going to download the demographics of the area that they're trying to purchase a yeah. building in. And they'll be able to do things at a exponential pace that is almost unfair. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, so therefore the rich will get richer. And then the, that, that stretch will start to pull apart the mm-hmm. fabric of like our society between the middle class and the upper class and mm-hmm. the lower class. You know, and yeah, and I that's totally agree. and that's the point that it's scary because that's where civil wars happen. That's mm-hmm. where you know revolutions happen or people stand up or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And honestly, dude, it's I mean, it's kind of kind of scary. You know, I mean, if you think about, it, especially with our kids growing up in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think you know, unfortunately, me and you, like, I don't know, Neuralink will be there for us, and I don't know, honestly, if it might be there for our kids, but. It's that next generation, you know, that you really start to think about. And that's where everything, you know, goes back to principles, right? Mm-hmm. It goes back to, you know, what you're, what you believe in and, and just knowing more of like who you are and what you want to stand for, yeah. and what hill you want to die on. For sure. Because at the end of the day, like, that's one of those things where you're like, man, like you're starting to play with God. You're starting to get to a point that's very advanced, you yeah, know? And yeah. I don't know, man, like, and, and on, unfortunately, like it does seem inevitable. I mean, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's at some point, but you know, when everything kind of integrates or whatever, and it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be here for it, but at the same time too, you think about it as, you know, a father or, you know, a provider, mm-hmm. it's like, there's going to be people who are going to be put in that position to where, Hey, do this or you can go work, at an awful job for the rest of your life. Yeah, you can go dig ditches or something. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be put in a position of what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the part that I think is going to. Well, I man, think, and that, and that's when I, dude, I mean. We are like straight up conspiracy theory. <laughs> we are going. You just had that on deck. We are going deep here. What's out there? 20. The X-Files was low-key a legit show, though. Have you ever watched X Files? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fire. Yeah, dude. I, and what's funny too is the Simpsons always do that; like they predict the future or whatever. Oh yeah. I saw a meme, and it was like, uh, it was the Simpsons, and it was just a uh, the open wallet, and there's nothing in it. They're like, they did it again. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. That one was hard to dude, predict. They the, did it, bro. What's the over under? Uh, gas is five dollars by August first. Oh, it's for sure. You think so? Yeah, I think Dude, it's for sure. Dude, five dollars. I mean, for at least for Texas. Sorry, California, New York. Right. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I mean, it's what four thirty nine right it's now. Like, it's like a. It's almost this morning. I filled up and it was like four forty eight. It was almost four fifty. Mm. So we're almost at that like that breaking point. But yeah, I remember we got to four fifty when I first moved to Austin uh, in two thousand twelve. Right. But yeah, that's that's about where it capped out. Was about four fifty. 
Yeah, man. Lord be with us, man. We're mm, going to need it. Well, those man, those Texas we, trucks. We, we've been already just running here. So, we, me and Austin have, uh, uh, tried to think of like a new thing we wanted to do with every dad who comes on podcast. Okay. We want to ask him three questions. Oh, wow. And depending on how this goes, we might pivot the questions, okay. but we just have the, the big three and we don't have a button for it or anything, but, um, so you have an X files button, but you no, don't. we don't. We'll see uh, just the big three. Here it hey, comes. Boom, boom. Um, but, uh, the first question was, uh, what's the best part of being a dad to you? Oh, uh, I should have texted these before. So you sound really smart. I, I literally, I literally asked you, I was like, is there anything I need to prepare for? And Dude, you're like, nah, bro. Nah, we're good. This is at four Oh six today. So that was after everything. Uh, no, I texted you that like maybe yesterday. I don't know. This is today. This is two oh, hours. Ago. Okay. So, uh, I think just like the, the best feeling is when, you see them just genuinely so happy or excited about something. It's a good point. Um, it's a good bar, and it could be the it could be something super small. It could be like going to the pool. It could be them finding a toy that they've had for a year, and then they pick it up, and it's just now the greatest thing ever. Doesn't that make you just feel like you're just missing life? Yeah, like in a weird way. Like I, you know, you think to yourself, like obviously, you know, where Xander's at. Um, mm-hmm. He's not as intellectual as you are or as understanding right. as you are, but he has a purity. There's just joy. There's just joy yep. and purity and happiness. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, just seeing you, I guarantee you, he feels more joy and happiness seeing you than you see him. It Is that fair? Be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so. I mean, I don't, I mean, cause sometimes I walk through the door and then, you know, it's one Oh three and I'm sunburned. And even I put sunscreen <laughs> on as this white people feel not that Hannah understands, Dude, um, the sun's bad right now. It's bad. It's brutal. But you know, it's funny because I know when Maverick sees me, man, like I, I can't wait to see him. Mm-hmm. But I just, for me, I just feel like he is more happy to see me. Yeah, well, I think it probably has something to do with you, you and Kentley and your house and a few other places and people. That's his entire world. So his his attention isn't being divided or like his affections aren't being divided um and yeah so it's you, even though our kids are such a big part of our life i mean our our just brain power it's like we're thinking about different relationships we have we're thinking about goals we're thinking about providing for them we're thinking about right. taking care of the house we're thinking about you know like a million different things whereas he's just thinking about food mom and dad and toys that's it and and I don't want to take a bath. Like, but there, that's but what he's thinking but about. But there's a purity to it. You know what I mean? And so that's fair. Okay. The second question is, I don't know, you know, how vulnerable you want to be with this, man. Your big, your biggest dadding fail. I'll tell you mine so okay. you can build it up. Okay. Well, I was funny as I was thinking about this. I think one of my biggest dadding fails was uh, Maverick was probably, I don't know, maybe six months old, seven. Mm. He was, he was pretty young and he was on the changing table and Kentley wanted him to wear this little bear outfit. And the mm-hmm. shorts were right in the dresser. And the changing table is on top of the dresser. I was like, I was like, Beck, where's the shirt? And she's like, it's in the closet. And, I, and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the closet, and I'm like, and I see it. I'm like, I could grab it. In I time. can get it, yeah. And I run over there to grab it. And as I'm turning around, he just starts rolling off oh. it. And I'm like diving on the floor, and he just, boom, hit the oh. ground. And I I literally like 
it, I was just mortified. Like it was, it, it was a pretty bad dad fail. Yeah. Yeah. So I say that to say like, what, what do you think of big dad? I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I have something. If you have none because you're a pastor. Of no, a church no. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, Xander did, uh, roll off the bed, the couch one time. He, uh, dude, your couch is low. You got that West Elm couch. You got no, that we had a different, we had a different couch, oh, but had- thankfully the car, the, the ground was carpet. So okay, fair enough. He fell off that. I, I'm trying to remember. There's a time where I kind of snapped at him and he, it was like one of the first times ever he like started to like tear up and was just like, mm, like did the little bottom lip. It. And I, that's the one I can't remember like what I said or what the, the surrounding you circumstance, remember the emotion? but yeah, it was very ingrained in my that. mind. Yeah. Boom. Uh, it was very ingrained in my mind of like, Oh, he, he picks up on this now. And I don't even know, I think it was necessarily something about him. I think it was just, I was used to him. Not really like if I needed to go grab something or whatever, like I was used to him not really realizing, but I kind of ignored him or like brushed him off or whatever. And he saw it as like rejection as kind of the first time. And I was like, Oh, we're, we're at that stage now. Like, so I, and, I remember what's that funny one. is like, obviously that that's starting before he even understands it. Oh yeah, before so, he could talk or anything, he's. I don't even know if he was walking yet. Yeah, it was. Isn't it was that early crazy on. that they they understand? Yeah, that's just that's just the wildest thing to me. Okay, the the final question for the big three: best dad advice. Oh, best dad advice. Uh, here I'll tell you. I'll tell you okay. mine. So I'll give you some time to cook again because okay. I feel like I should give you a pre warning here. <laughs> Uh, I feel like one of my best dad advice, I'm going to steal it from my, uh, my, my favorite father-in-law, Tyler. Shout out to you. I know you listen mm-hmm. to every episode and I appreciate you for blessing me if you're smoking a hot daughter who I've impregnated <laughs> twice. Um, but, uh, I want to throw that in there. <laughs> I always like to make him feel uncomfortable. So I have to remind him, you know? Yeah. And, uh, anyways, uh, he actually gave me really good advice and I've actually shared it with a lot of people. He told me this. He's like, Hey man, the first six months to a year. It's all about mom. Mm-hmm. Don't be offended. Yep. Go with the flow. You'll get your time. I'm going through that right now. And major. Yeah. And as someone whose son is about to be two in probably like about four weeks, I feel like I'm getting that time back, mm-hmm. you know, where he's excited to see me and stuff. So like for me, it's just something as simple as just understand like once again, when you get married, like it's not about what you get. It's more about what you get to become. Mm. And as becoming a dad, it's not about what you get. Once again, it's about what you get to become. And that's someone who's uh, more patient and empathetic mm-hmm. and realizing it ain't fair. Yeah. Mom gets to shine. She gets to glow up. So, yeah. 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 Because everyone will ask, her, hey, Kelly, how are you doing? How's everything going? No one's thinking about me. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I told, I think we talked about this the other day and I was telling you, especially with Xander, uh, like, so he obviously, he was born in May of 2020. So we were, we were in our apartment middle of COVID. Yeah. We were in our apartment a month straight. And then after that, it was still several months before we were really kind of going out and doing stuff, whatever. So it's just us. And he's, he's with her like all the time. But then when we did start going out every like 
everybody was like, he looks just like Hannah, which is like kind of okay. But then they would You're get like, this whole cute, thing huh? of like, he doesn't look anything like you, Alex. He, oh, are you sure you're the dad? <laughs> Alex, have you ever heard of a paternity test? Yeah, and but it got to the point where I was like, geez, guys, like this is my kid. Like, give me something. Like, he's not one to hang out with oh, me. Bro, it'll hurt and your feelings. Pe- yeah, it'll yeah. hurt your feelings. So for all the dads out there, like that's real. That's super real. So that's my advice. Don't get offended. Don't get offended. Don't get offended. Um, I think mine is uh, from a, a book I read called Model Man, uh, which is phenomenal book for any any men uh but it does talk a lot about like marriage and, and parenting and stuff and he said i can't remember the exact hours but it's basically like you can just kid, take full credit kids are gonna remember you like your kids are gonna remember what you do between 6 p.m and 8 p.m and so he was saying like kids don't like they're not caring about what you're doing at work they don't care about what That's you're good. doing after they go to sleep what they're going to remember, and you know, you have weekends and all that stuff, but the the grind of life, what they're going to remember is what's your attitude when you come home, mm. you know, what are you talking about or how are you acting at dinner? And I know, you know, not everybody's able to eat dinner together, but just generalities, you know, he raised his kids in a different era is a little bit different, but, um, but yeah, he was like, they're going to remember those bedtime stories, right. those baths, those whatever. And so his whole thing was like, whatever you've got to do to like block out that time. So if you have to go kind of go back to work, quote unquote, finish up your stuff like at nine o'clock or whatever, you know, after oh they go to gosh, bed, just remind me, I got to finish work too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that, that really, really helped me because um, I feel like it's, it's easy for me to kind of let everything just bleed together. And so I, I'm trying to be more intentional now oh, yeah. with bath times and dinner and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And one thing about Alex, Alex is my pastor and, uh, he, uh, he's, he's one of the hardest men to get a hold of after hours, <laughs> even as a friend. Um, but I respect it. I really yeah. do. I think it's really good. Cause I think a lot of times too, people misconstrue, uh, you know, ministry and home and, or putting God first. Yeah, for in sure. In ministry. Yeah. But it's like, it's God, family, then job, a.k.a. ministry, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think some people put ministry and God together, and then family comes second. So totally. I, res- totally. I respect that a lot, man, but... Yeah. Well, my man, dude, we just uh, we just ran a smooth, easy hour. I'm sure it probably didn't feel like that, um, dude. Put th- plug your socials, man. This th- this is my, my my boy Alex. Dude, he's blowing up online right now. Hey, dude. I'm, I'm trying. It. I'm plug trying. Just just at Alex Uber on yeah. uh, Instagram and TikTok mainly. Hey, I promise you, you're not gonna find a, another person under 30 who preaches much fire as hey, Alex. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take give you it. that. Dude. I'll take I, it. I will definitely pass that out for you, man. But uh, once again, if you're listening, we appreciate you. Austin will be back next week. So if you didn't like Alex, Austin will be back. So everybody relax. Stay tuned. Don't don't judge us on this one. Please don't. We appreciate y'all. You know, like and subscribe. And uh, I would normally pass out the phone number to call in, but I don't remember off the top of my head. But we'll post it later for you guys. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank you so much. And goodbye. Taking over the podcast game. You know I'm just chilling with the people. Austin, Zach, man. Yeah. It's that father figure. I tell them go figure. You know they coming through with the truth like I'm pulling on triggers I said, they just be telling the truth when they talk about their kids They got that Charlie and Maverick, you know what it is Y'all know just how it goes Y'all know they brought the flow